Looking for a foundation that can multitask as well as you? Maybelline's Fit Me Matte and Poreless Foundation is it. What does it do? More like, what doesn't it do? It's oil-free and non-comedogenic, so it won't ever clog your pores. It controls shine for a full 12 hours. It refines your pores so your skin looks smooth and perfected. It's lightweight and breathable, so your skin will never feel heavy or cakey. And it comes in 40 shades. 97% of women found their perfect shade. It's obvious why Fit Me Mad and Poreless is America's number one foundation. Buy yours now in a bottle or pouch at Amazon.com. You're now tuned in live to Seriously Not Another Podcast. I am your host, Ben Ready, joined by my beautiful, 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 beautiful. Okay. With the uh with the retro Fila uh Reptar, re- reptar shirt. Yes. Beautiful that? co-host okay. AC. <laughs> I apologize to everybody. We starting what 15 minutes late. Has 14. Some- Oh, 14. You uh, know. Had some uh, audio issues going on. but oh, uh, it's okay. But we got it. You know what I'm saying? We good. We good. We here. I'm here fresh off of a five-hour nap. I got home and went straight to sleep. Nigga, that, that ain't a nap. That's that's a fucking full-ass sleep. Yeah, I got here. I went to Shit. sleep. I went to sleep round two. Something woke up at seven. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm ready to go. I got my camis. Yeah, shout out to my nigga Mark. Yeah, shout out to Mark. From No Motherfucking Rules. Oh, and shout out to my nigga Nympho. Uh I just pulled up before I got here and uh, got me and my nigga uh, Ben Reddy's uh, MAGA shirt. Oh, that's mine. That's yours. Oh, man, shout out to Nymph, man. <laughs> so we officially uh, situated with the uh, Make Africa Great Again movement uh, shit. I need the shit right here for uh, yes. I mean, I need, it's I need a motherfucking vibe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Nif, man. Uh, shout out. I think Nif's doing his show right now. So, uh, you know, after y'all finish listening to us, you go check Nif out. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Nigga, you tried it. Who the fuck told you to go live right now, yeah, sir? Okay. Uh, you tried it. But anyway, uh, order matters, my guy. Cheers. cheers. We ain't got no eyes. So, Mark, sorry. I can't give you the clink clink issue. Look, you have to start giving him that splash issue with no art. Uh, oh, I don't think he's ready for the splash issue, but uh, anyway, here we go. Oh, <sighs> yeah, Ooh. no chase. Oh my god, no chase. No, that was nice. That wasn't even no dramatic situation, you know. Okay, meow, meow, meow. Well, I want to, uh, before, meow, meow. before we uh get into topics, I want to, uh talk about a little something in the situation yeah yeah i guess it's like when you when you when you working and um you know you have you know you had a supervisors the managers <coughs> blah 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 okay and at, at my job it's it's crazy that uh that motherfucker sound crazy oh uh, <laughs> um you know when 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 you when you go to work, you don't want to go to work and be stressed out, right? You know, you you go to work, do your job, you leave your shit at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be stressed out at home. You don't want to be stressed out at work too. Correct. And a lot of my coworkers have been um stressing you out. No, 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 no. They 
they've been getting stressed because of the shit that go on at work. Okay. And, you I know, can relate. Morale, you know, is it, important. Chemistry is important at work. You don't want to go to work and not be, you know, not or get or get, get into it with coworkers and not be able to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I agree. So it's crazy how, you know, I guess it start with supervising our, you know, <coughs> pushing the issue. And right now, a lot of issues with, with the coworkers is that the went like the women gets a lighter, a lighter load, which you, it's been going you bring on. bring this up a lot. Yeah. And, and, but, but just getting, to clarify, it's because this is a manual labor type of job, correct? Correct. So, like, um, you know, it's it's been going on for a while, and I don't think it ever will. And even now, to the point to where it's like, okay, they have one, they have one, one woman there. She does, you know, the regular shit like everybody else. And it was crazy because um, it's this thing that we do where we move equipment on certain days mm-hmm. and you know for you well since I've been, I've been there for i think it's my fourth year okay um it's been men doing this and like they had they had her come do it with the men i'm like and so you're talking about physically moving things right? yeah it, it, yeah it's like equipment um but well, is the assumption that the women are not also doing equal work in a different way like say maybe they're you know, cleaning things, but not necessarily doing as much of the movement, but they're doing equal part as yeah. far as like cleaning stuff or mainly, mainly maintenance, mo- mainly moving stuff or, uh, cause everybody, everybody's tripping on, you know, you sign up for everybody signed the same contract or whatever agreement to do this job. And you have to be able to lift like a certain amount of weight. Right. So if you haven't, you know, so if the men, they, they basically like, if men do it, women do it too. And, and, and I mean, I get it. And then I don't get it. I mean, I get it and I don't get it. Like I'm, I'm on both sides of the shit. So when, when they had the, the, the woman come in and do the same shit the men was doing, everybody was looking like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I get it because it's like on one hand, you want the women to be held accountable for the same responsibilities but then when you actually see what that looks like then it's like okay hold up like maybe she don't need to be doing this you know right yeah so it, it's, certain, it's certain things but my thing was like damn like why they chose her to do it like she's here like you know it's other women that, that won't be doing this you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. along with that and and, and it starts with, with with the supervision i guess and uh, another thing that that have people torn or whatever like today um and shout out shout out to my boy manny man shout out to manny manny just retired uh, 42 years oh wow could have been retired but you know he you know he was just like like he said today he was like you know this shit like my second home so it didn't seem like work or whatnot so so we they had a party for manny today okay and two weeks Two weeks ago, they they uh was taking money mm-hmm. for for the party. They would take ten dollars per person mm-hmm. in in our in our um unit. Yeah, so everybody like, okay, cool. But when you have other faculty members and you know 
they start coming to us like, yo, did these motherfuckers donate? Into right. You know what I'm saying? Now, and it's not about how much we put in because, you know, that's a small thing to a giant. It's the, it's the fact that why we getting charged and this is part of our shit and why they not being, why they not being charged. And that's how the, the divide and start when you, when, when people start not getting along with, you know, uh, management or, but it's not so much being charged when it comes to those sort of things. You got to look at it as like contribution. Well, well, see, this is the thing. But see, they pushed a line of like, well, if you don't get this 10, you can't come. You can't, you can't go. Okay. That shouldn't be happening. So you feel what I'm saying? Because usually the way they portray it, and especially when it comes to these like uh, type of affairs, because they can't really say it's a charge. So they'll say like, oh, it's a donation. And, you know, we recommend that you donate this much. But if you can't, you know, donate this much, then give whatever you can or whatever. Nah, they, they like, yo, you put, if you, if you ain't put in, don't show up. But other people showed up that didn't put in. Right. Okay, that's not cool. I strongly, I don't believe they put in. I know for a fact that they didn't put in. But see, I think, okay, now let me ask you this. I think part of what kills morale too is when you start allowing yourself to get consumed with that type of shit. Like at a certain point. You can't even concern yourself with whether or not other people put in. Like, your purpose for being there is to celebrate Manny's retirement. Right. So, whether or not other people put in is not really the primary focus, right? You know what you did. So, you got to just know that you did your part and just be there to celebrate him. And you kind of got to try. And it's hard. You know what I'm saying? So, it's no judgment. Because, trust me, I... I work for the county, so I get yeah. it. But I'm just saying, I know that. So that's why I know that it kind of takes uh, you to have to just put it out of your mind because it's impossible for everybody to come and be totally equal and reasonable. There's always going to be that the twos and fews who say they don't want to participate but still show up any fucking way but see, and that, don't that, contribute. But see, that's, that's just the, thing, the nature though. of the game. But see, in our in our in our division, like we the only ones that get penalized for our. I won't even say penalized. Like we the only ones to where they say, "Yo, if you're not putting in, you can't show up." Well, it seems like, like you said, that there's poor, um, poor management when it comes to your team. Yeah, maybe they don't have respect for certain individuals on your team. And the way that they're coming at you guys is foul. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And and that is kind of making you guys, like, be a little more um, scrutinizing of other people because you feel like that's been imposed on you guys. Right. Well, I, I'm good. It's just when you sit and, and talk to uh, your coworkers, like, I feel like, you know, it should be a person amongst us that, that played a middleman with, like almost similar to a union rep that played the middleman with between the the workers and management to come to a agreement of how to handle things. Because if it's just my way or the highway, you're making your job hard hard on yourself. Because now you got to deal with these these regular people. And you know, with us, like it's hard as fuck for us to get fired because of the oh union. Oh my god! Don't even. You know there. what I'm saying? So like we have to do some more crazy, uh, insane. <laughs> 
shit to get. Yeah, you got to damn near kill somebody to get fired. Right. From a public institution. Or have a fucked up ass attendance. Like then HR. Even with the attendance, it's like you can always go to the doctor and get a note or find some kind of way to justify Mm -hmm. that too. But Mm -hmm. this wasn't on the agenda. But since we're talking about it, this was a part of my week as well. Um, So I'm kind of on the other end because I'm a supervisor at my job. Okay. Um, I dealt with some shit this week because I had to do a performance evaluation mm-hmm. for one of my oh, staff shit. <laughs> um i had to do a performance evaluation for one of my staff and this is actually one of my stronger staff now granted you know my staff you know they have you know flaws some challenges challenges you know okay they challenges. have some strengths as well right but they have some challenges Sound like the challenges outweigh the strengths. Look. Neither here nor there. Okay, neither here nor there. Okay. <laughs> um, my job is to do a performance evaluation right. based upon my observation. Right. So neither here nor there. Um, I'm answering the questions honestly, right? Now, the way that the performance evaluation measurement is set up, you answer these questions and the system automatically gives an overall evaluation based on how you answer the questions. Right. Mm-hmm. So this person ended up with a competent evaluation after I answered all the questions. <laughs> Not thunder. <laughs> Last year, this person got a very good evaluation. Right. Mm-hmm. And they felt like they should have got another very good. Right. Now, granted, they did have to take on some additional responsibility this year due to some changes in the unit and all that. Right. And I appreciate that. And I think this person is dope for that. And and I acknowledge that all the time. But even with that, you know, sometimes when you take on additional responsibility, that doesn't automatically mean that it's very good because there's challenges that come with taking on additional responsibility because you're learning new tasks. So that's an automatic assumption that with learning new tasks, there's going to be mistakes that are made and all that. So by default, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be very good because you there's a learning curve with that, right? Correct. Which almost by default would justify the competent, right? Uh, long story short, <laughs> within know. within like a minute or two of me giving the the. Uh, evaluation to mm-hmm. to this person they were like oh this is not gonna fly um you know i'm gonna have to grieve this uh this is not gonna fly because there's no way that i'm gonna get a uh, competent when i had a very good last year and i'm taking on additional responsibility and i said okay i understand that. i said but you can't also assume that you're gonna have um a higher the same evaluation that you had last year when this is a different writing period. And right. I said, and besides that, um, you know, you, I'm answering the questions. Honestly, I said, you, I don't know if you've actually read the evaluation. I said, because I gave you some, some, you know, good, uh, feedback on some of the areas I said, but you can't look at the overall rating. You got to look at each factor because I did give her, you know, ratings that she did very good in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So long story short, from a supervisory standpoint, I can counter what you said mm-hmm. and argue that sometimes as a supervisor, I feel that it starts with the employee too, because if the employee comes with 
an attitude already that they think there's because I had another employee this week. It was some totally random shit. Like the computer wasn't allowing her to submit her time card. And, and I told her to submit a trouble ticket so that, you know, she could resolve this issue. And she said that she felt it was a fucking conspiracy. She's like, shit like this happens to me all the time. It's a conspiracy. Like I like my drawer at night. And when I show up the next day, it's unlocked. It's a fucking conspiracy. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? You know, there, there's people who just really feel like the system is out to get them and they already have this attitude like shit is fucked up. You know what I mean? So even when you try to like be that supervisor that doesn't really press and that's another thing. I don't press them about their time. I'm like, look, I'm not even pressing you. Just do your shit. Let me know where you at so I can cover for you. We good. But they can't even... Business as usual is a thing of the past, but the entrepreneurial spirit keeps us closing in on our dream. That's why U.S. Bank makes sure solutions are a conversation away so we can help you adapt and evolve your business no matter what comes up. Because even in uncertainty, you can be certain we have your back. U.S. Bank, we'll get there together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where? Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, GEICO could save you 15% or more. Do that. So it's like, it makes it hard for me to even be that cool supervisor because you can't even do the shit that allows me to be cool. You can't let me know where you're going. So if somebody else asks me where you at, mm-hmm. I can cover for you. It's like, long story short, it's like, yeah. the breakdown is with them. It's not with me. So the morale is down, like you said, because it's like we can't coexist. So I don't know. I feel where you're coming from, but I feel to some extent um, it's kind of like a matter of perception because to the employee, sometimes they feel like the breakdown is with the supervisor. And then sometimes to the supervisor, they may feel like the breakdown is with the employee because the employee may already come with a fucked up attitude. So that's what I'm saying. So it should be something to where there's a middleman, a person that's level headed that can sit and and take on these tasks. Like, okay, look, this out and without without the uh, union getting involved. Well, that's supposed to be the manager. Well, well, you know, like because technically we should be trying to resolve these issues at our level, and then if we can't, there should be like someone who's like a step above us who would now kind of facilitate that. You right. know, exchange because right. you know, and I think that's why I, w- I want to get into to. Uh, that's why I want to get into into management because I feel like 
I can bring something to the table to have to where everybody is getting along. Like, you know, since I've been there, like there's always been somebody not getting along. And I heard before I got there, like, you know, a little before I got there, the whole race situation was real bad. Like the blacks and the Hispanics, it was real bad before I got there, which is not the same now. It's different now. Mm-hmm. But to be in, in, in the supervisor mode or management and to let it, you know, just keep happening. That's not good. Like if I know that, you know, this person don't get along with this person, I will pull them to the side. Like, yo, eat, you know, individually. Can this situation be resolved? Right. If so, if you, okay. Cause you know, it's people that work there that, that don't get along with each other for, for uh, reasons of their own. And, you know, to me, I think like it can be, <coughs> it can be talked over or resolved. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that bad to where it's like, where you have to avoid this person or, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not that, it's not that bad. We can get over it, keep pushing and make this work environment better. I don't want to come to work and feel like I can't get along with a motherfucker. I mean, and for the most part, unless the women are just outright fucking lazy as a man, it shouldn't be that big of a deal to want to help a woman lift something here or there. Now, if it's just completely, just constant like oh we're always doing the heavy labor and then yeah. they're lifting absolutely nothing which, then yeah which which, you know? which was happening that's why i went and if if that's the case then it should be something that gets brought up to the union where it's like okay maybe it should be incorporated into the hiring process where there should be a test where people have to show that they can lift a certain amount of weight or something like that because then it, it's not fair if y'all yeah. are all because that could lead to in, industrial industry uh, injuries or whatever. If you're constantly, you know, having to be the one to always lift stuff, because that's the whole point of hiring a certain number of people, right? So that it's a you know even workload distribution, right? And you're not always the same person having to lift everything. Yeah, it, it, you know it's and like I said, I, I, I get both sides, mm-hmm. and you know. It, it was something happened yesterday where uh so we got we got these it, I'm, I want I, I'm trying to talk about it without saying it so it'd be right. like you know uh, incriminating so, right so so we have so the same the same woman that I was talking about that that they sent to help us do the the, the moving situation mm-hmm. they had her doing something else that that take uh, a little muscle to do what needs to be done so uh, the suit. So it's two. Just for shits and giggles, is she black? Yes. Interesting. So they had a black woman lifting shit, but not the. Yeah, it's two. It's two black women. It's two black women that work there, but they the same. It's it's been with the same black person, not the other one. A black woman. Um, and is the other one older? No, they about they about the same age. Uh, okay. A couple year difference. Is one newer than the other? Yeah. The one that's lifting shit is newer. Yeah figure okay continue yeah um so the supervisor so what happens is that you get this list of what need to be carried out or whatnot so this one supervisor has set out what needs to be done and with the black with the black chick what they had her do it, it took a little muscle so the other supervisor got the paper like nah this ain't gonna work and she was like why i can do it you know what I'm saying? She so I think she understand that she know the the type of uh dividing that that, that would cause. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, you a G for that. Like 
I don't think any, I don't think other women here would have been like, you know, they probably would have complained like, "Why well, I'm doing this. And she like, no, nah, I can do it. Like, I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just a trip, man. That just in the workplace and by you being a, a supervisor and managing, you know, you have people under you. Like, do you do what you can to keep everything peaceful? Do you be like, you know, or do you go to, you know, it's my way or the highway? Like, what what type of what type of supervisor or, or manager are you in your work field? You're asking me? Yeah. Like I told you, <clears throat> my supervisory style, I literally, I remember the first conversation I had with them when I started supervising. I told them, like, look. I don't want anyone to ever have to come and question us about anything. Mm -hmm. So in order for that to happen, we need to be able to keep everything covered within our little unit. And in in order for that to happen, we need to have open communication within within each other. So if one of us is lacking, like if one of us can't, you know, fulfill a certain task, we need to be forthcoming so that one of us can help each other so in other words i have three people that report to me if they can't fulfill the task they need to let me know so that i can assign it to somebody else to do the task or i can help them do it um beside that point if you're not going to be at your desk or something like that let me know because if my manager comes and says oh we're such and such I could be like, oh, they're here, or I could be like, oh, I know they're there, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just had a situation this week where my manager just randomly came to my desk and asked me, like, oh, I need uh, such and such, you know. And I could tell she was kind of like probably just saying randomly that she needed something just so she could kind of see, see where you were, where my staff member was. Right. And the problem was, is that I did not know where she was. Mm. And so I'm asking my other staff member, like, oh, where's such and such? And then she's like, oh, well, why is such and such asking about her? I'm like, that's not the point. Like, we need to figure out where such and such is because such and such is asking for, you know? Right. And um, bottom line, I really want my staff to feel like they're independent. But in order for that to happen, they got to be able to communicate with me as well. Correct. So in other words, I don't give a fuck if you're going to Starbucks. Just tell me you're going to Starbucks. Just so you can know. Because if somebody asked me where such and such, I could just be like, oh, they went downstairs. I don't even got to say they went to Starbucks. I could just say they went downstairs because I know that Starbucks is right across the street. You're going to be back in about five minutes. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a cover for my staff, too, because that's covering for me. Right. But if you don't tell me, and I don't know where the fuck you at, and you downstairs smoking cigarettes, fucking shooting dice, or whatever the fuck you do, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you do. Oh, shit. Then how the fuck am I going to cover for you? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes me look bad as well as a supervisor if I don't know where my staff is. Right. That's the part, I guess, from a line staff standpoint that they don't understand, like, it makes me look bad when I don't know where my staff is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because then it's like, are you doing your job? Correct. correct. Yeah. And, and and it's like, technically, I am doing my job, but my management style is not to micromanage. Yeah. Because I feel like people should have a certain range to do their shit. 
And if they show me that they don't have the capacity to do their shit, then I will be on their ass. But if they do have the capacity to do their shit, then I'm going to let their, them continue to do their shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, as long as they do they. As long as they do their work and, and right, keep, but yeah. I have like I said, the staff person that I'm dealing with right now, they disappear, and it's like when I ask them where they're at, they tell me something, but then when I ask other people, it's like no, they weren't there. Mm. So it's like, and then it's like that thing within like a public institution where it's like you can't really prove that a person wasn't somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't really do shit with it. Cause it's like, you can't fire them. You can't really, that's the only downfall about working for the public sector. It's such a high level of protection that sometimes it's a detriment because mm. from a management standpoint, you can't really take corrective action when you need to. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's unfortunate with in workplaces, man. And, and all, all I can say is, you know, if everybody kept it a buck with each other and, and and not try and get other people in trouble, I think it's like an old school way of uh of supervising and managing with the my way or the highway shit, get it in line and not. But that's old school way. Like it's a whole new thing. Like there has to be respect on both ends, if, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and like and like you saying, like I think if if I was a supervisor, I'd be like, look, make sure your shit done so nobody is contacting my manager. Right. And everything be cool. I don't give a fuck if you chilling when I come by. As long as Correct. your shit is done, I'm good. I'm going to give you a head nod. Hey, we'll do it cool. Okay, cool. Hey, they said do this and this and that uh, by one thirty. All right, got you. And you do it and, and we good. It's, it's the thing of you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Correct. But you be surprised how often that doesn't happen. I know, and it's so easy to do it. Like, it's, it, it don't take much. <laughs> right. Why are you making the workplace harder? Right. Why? And that's why people be having to be that asshole supervisor. So, here here we are. But neither here nor there. Now, let's get into the shit. The Tiznopics. <laughs> Which one we gonna tackle first? Because it's a lot of them. Uh, I wonder if... We- if we should start off with the college shit. We can. Look, I'll let you be the captain this week. Okay. Oh, Because okay. I've been the captain for the last three weeks. Okay. Well, we, we can do that. Look, let me just be a fucking, uh, what you call it? What? what a passenger. A passenger. Ain't I just want to be a passenger. I don't want to be the, uh, the pilot. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. Unless you guys been living under a rock, right. everything that's been going on with these uh, this college crazy, insane these fucking uh, corporate thugs. Mm, is it mm, white collar mm. or blue collar? Which one is it? I don't know. These hoes ain't even got collars. They oh. just fucking ratchet, fucking. So, so, so we got. I don't even know. We got Lori Laughlin. If you guys don't know Lori Laughlin, she's... That's John Stamos, bitch, from Full House. Full House. You know, the cute little couple, the little wild uh, ones in the house that has the twins running around. Yes. Um, Her and Facility Huffman. I don't know where the fuck Facility from. I didn't even, I didn't even do no fucking background on her. She don't even count because I'm pretty sure her shit ain't, ain't for real like uh, Laughlin. Uh white white collar bribery right mm. so, so um these yeah, motherfuckers breathe, my nigga breathe. And, and it's way deeper than just these two because like 
I was looking into it, and it is nuts, but they're the face of it. You know, they had they they yeah, this shit been going on for decades. This and, ain't no new shit. And that's what that's what I was gonna get into. This ain't new. This that, is far from new. So I'm I'm gonna say that we are gonna dive into that shit. Cause Correct. Because uh, that shit go beyond college. They've been doing this shit since elementary. Correct. Middle school, especially high school. But Correct. Um, so what they did, they've been bribing people. I don't even know if it's bribing because they ain't bribing like that's. I don't think the mo- bri- they've been finessing. Finet. Oh. And she said she, <laughs> been she wanted, fucking finessing. And she said she wanted to uh, be a passenger. Now we both in the front seat. I'm you, just saying you up front with me. So, so they've been finessing uh, the these colleges are the and it ain't even college. They come to find out that there's a middleman. Mm. This nigga here. Uh oh, he got papers. Yeah, this nigga name is William Singer. Long, no, William who? Singer. Known as Rick. They call him Rick. Big Rick. Big Rick. White Rick. Big Rick is the middleman between all this shit. So he's the one that they go to and pay the money to to get their kids where they need to. So White Boy Rick? Yeah, white boy. These white yeah, white boy Ricks be wildin'. White boy Rick? So so <laughs> they've been paying colleges to get their kids that don't even wanna go to school. Mm. Let, let me play this right quick, one second. Oh, that shit. Oh, hold on, hold on. That shit is on my uh, my Bluetooth. My bad, y'all. Here we go. I'm, I don't know how much of school I'm going to attend, but I'm going to go in and talk to my deans and everyone and hope that I can try and balance it all. Um, but I do want the experience of, like, game days, partying. I don't really care about school, as you guys all know. So that's... that's uh. What the fuck? They said they don't even give a fuck about school. Right, so that's, that's the daughter... <clears throat> Of uh, Miss Miss Lori Laughlin. Wow, her daughter Olivia, who also is a part of the scandal. She don't want to go to school. She had a, a makeup deal with Sephora. Is that how you pronounce it? You familiar with Sephora? Oh, of course, yeah. So she had a makeup line. They they canceled that bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They canceled that young woman. Mm. Sorry. Uh, I've been listening to uh, too much game. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but. Right, shout out to that nigga Dolly. <laughs> that nigga be gaming him. But uh, that you know, intro though, and, and and it's unfortunate that they paid. They've been paying thousands and thousands of dollars, uh, and it and and you know it's not even these actresses. We can you know they're it is beyond them. You got the UCLA uh the uh, the soccer coach. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. 
Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> Because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Uh, he was placed on leave, a.k.a. fired, for taking 200... A.k.a. fired. Yeah. But they, come on now. People that go on leave never come back. They leave until they left. You know what I'm saying? So the, he uh, he took 200,000 in bribes. Uh, a USC professor, this nigga, this nigga name is nuts, is uh, Homayan Zadeh. Uh, he been at USC for four decades. Four decades? Yeah, he started. That nigga needs to retire. He, wait, but this is, this is, he started at, this is between being, he went from a student to chair of a, uh, of a department. So wow. he, he been there all these years. Uh, he paid your boy, Big Rick. White boy Rick. <laughs> a hundred racks, um, uh, for his daughter. To be brought on as a star recruit first for the lacrosse foremost, team. First and foremost, let's fall the fuck back. The shit that they were doing was some, like, <laughs> level 10 finessing. They were, like, paying for their kids' grades to be changed, paying for fucking test scores to be changed. They were fucking um, paying for doctor's notes and shit for mm-hmm. uh, fucking uh, athlete, athletic uh, excuses to be changed and shit like that. This is my thing. Okay, you did your shit. All right. Why the fuck haven't you been dropped off? I wait. But but the, another funny thing is on, I wait. T- on top of that, between so a lot of these kids were uh were sent as a uh, uh uh at athletic stars like top recruits. Mm-hmm. They even went to f- as far as taking their kids' face, mm-hmm. pasting it on the athlete's body, and sending the pictures in like it's them as the recruits. Wow! Like if this is not no fucking comedy, mo- this is like Dolly said. These motherfuckers should just pay the tuition. I don't even think it was a matter of the tuition, Dolly. I think they were just trying to get their kids in. Yeah, I like, think they were paying the tuition. They were just trying to get their kids in. But see, my thing is, and what I know the other officials were saying, is that they're taking slots for people who should rightfully exactly. be in. People who actually have the GPA and mm-hmm. the athletic you know, esteem and such to be in it's in not the, the tuition that's the issue because these people can afford to pay the tuition yeah it's the the gpa and the background and all that shit that they don't have and this whole thing as far as not dismissing them or not disenrolling them as far as oh we're still investigating bullshit that shit is all bullshit how the fuck are they not disenrolled yet yeah Oh, oh yeah. They're still fucking there. And the uh the 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 Laughlin that they daughters like uh quote unquote left school because they was in fear of bullying. Bitch, you should leave. Yeah, you, go no. to a JC like everybody else. Go to a fly ass JC if you don't want to go to uh 
you know, some basic school. What, Beverly Hills Community College? I don't know if that even exists. College but, of the Canyons or right, something. Right, whatever the fuck it is for the bougie bitches. Santa Barbara Valley. Right, the fucking uh, bougie bitch community college. Bel Air Academy. Right, uh, bitch homeschool <laughs> community college. Whatever the fuck it is. Hey, but, you know, it, it makes sense now to when, when you see, you know, between now and back in the day when you, you have these actors and people with money who had these asshole and idiotic kids. They mm, really stupid mm, because they paid their whole way through school. And USC is highly competitive. I don't even know how they're going to pass these classes. Like, my thing is, keep that same energy, my nigga. Like, if you were going to pay this bread for your kids to get into school, pay that shit for your kids to get tutoring so that they could get accepted the right way. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. So, uh, there's this guy named Manuel Henriquez. Manuel. Uh, he's a founder of Hercules Capital. Hercules. Which they, they fund like, uh, 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 finances to sports shit, uh, uh, scientific shit. It's a bunch of shit. They, they finance shit, but he was one of, he was, uh, one of the ones that, that hooked up with Rick. Okay. And to help his two daughters cheat on their admission exam. Mm. As well as bribe the Georgetown uh, tennis coach for his eldest daughter mm. to, to get in as a, a a star recruit to play tennis, which she didn't play. And nobody, none of these kids even play these sports. It's mm. different if they, kind of different, or uh, more of a little bit understanding if they play these sports. Like, they don't even play sports. If only porn was a sport. <laughs> Bitches could be out here getting scholarships for fucking. Head doctors. Mm. Mm-hmm. If only second dick was a sport. It is. <laughs> she got a fucking uh she got the fucking uh a fucking what? A PhD in fellatio Lord have mercy. Uh <laughs> uh so so by you saying that on that same note, the same guy, man, well he even paid he been and when we say it's been going back, even uh he paid for his daughter and I don't know how this thing get called, his daughters uh, sat down when they went to go take their SAT. They set, had somebody sitting right next to them, professional, mm-hmm. to ace the SAT scores. That's ridiculous. That's not even allowed. I've taken the SAT before. They are very serious about that shit. You are in a room with like what, however many people are taking the SAT. Mm-hmm. You literally have like a fucking pencil. It has like the eraser that's on the pencil. Mm-hmm. You have a fucking calculator and you have a fucking scantron or whatever the fuck you have and nothing else. There's nobody sitting next to you or any of that shit. The proctor can't fucking stop and help you. They're very serious about that shit. I don't see how the fuck they were that's able to helped, pull that shit off. That's who helped her. The proctor. Wow. But even still, <laughs> said, wow. how the fuck were they able to pull that shit off? Because even with that said, I don't see how they were able to pull that shit off. Man. Uh, I don't get it. I don't. And the daughter even bragged about, like, after the SATs finished, she bragged, like, uh, you know, I can't believe we got away with it, huh? Like, rubbing in people's faces and shit. My thing is, and maybe I'm just a prideful motherfucker, but I don't even want nothing that don't rightfully belong to me. Like, even when I got into my master's program... My undergrad GPA was kind of low. It was like 2.75, which I'm not proud of. And granted, they did accept me. It was conditional acceptance. Right. 
I wasn't proud of that shit. Like I got in, but I wasn't proud of it, you know, and I worked my ass off to finish the program, but still like it didn't feel good to feel like, oh, you conditionally accepted. You know what I mean? Like it ain't like, oh yeah, like you're accepted, like full throttle. It's like, oh, you conditionally accepted, you know? So with that said, like how do these people even feel good about themselves to know like, that they had to fucking cheat. I remember even in high school when people used to want it. I remember specifically in Spanish. I was always good in Spanish. Okay. Me hablo español es magnifico, my nigga. Okay. Got the got the uh, got the buy got the buy. I was in AP on. Spanish and shit. And people used to always want to cheat off of my shit in Spanish. And I didn't really care that much about people cheating off of my shit. But at the same time, I just always felt like an uneasy feeling about the classes where people would try to encourage me to cheat off of their shit. I remember back in the day when people was writing shit on their hand or having like them little small micro ass cheat sheets. You remember back in the day when people had them cheat sheets? It was like about this small, but oh, had cheat like, sheets. it was like yeah. this small, but had like all the notes in the world written on that shit or whatever. I thought you said micro cheat cheese. No, nigga. <laughs> Not micro cheat cheese, nigga. Micro cheat sheets where it was like, about this small, but it had like the whole yeah. test worth uh, notes on there. Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like fuck it. If I gotta take this L, I gotta take this L. Shit. My my version of cheating was like studying right before the test, like the day of. To me, that's cheating. Like sitting there and being like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just read this book like right before the test." That's just brushing your shit up because if you. But to me, that's cheating. Like I, I don't like. I I don't know. You think you think that's cheating? That's like brushing. To up. me, that's cheating. Or like when the teacher would let you have like a a sheet of notes. To me, that's cheating. Oh, like like remember like the open book test? Exactly. Like when the teacher would be like, "Oh, you could have like one sheet of like notes." Like I always felt like that was like cheating. Yo, it used to be niggas that failed open book tests. Absolutely, because niggas didn't even know what page to go to because they never read the book. But yeah, like, I don't know. I I guess I'm just competitive like that. So for me, I don't even want like a fucking handout. My pride wouldn't even let me accept that. So even if my mom paid for that shit, I wouldn't want it. I'd be like, fuck it. Let me just be like the coolest nigga at the JC and work my way to the community or, you know, the Cal State or whatever versus getting my mom to pay and finesse for me to get to a USC. Right. That's my thing. But anyway. And also also in these schools, Yale was one of them. It was Yale, Georgetown, uh, Stanford, USC, UCLA, and the uh, University of San Diego. So these are Who like... Who the fuck? Wait a minute. University of San Diego? Yeah. Wow. You know, so these are all... I don't know too much about University of San Diego, but Yale, Stanford, USC. These are some prestigious ass schools. You know what I'm saying? And um back to the, the, the whole the Laughlin the Laughlin chick, you know, they and they had a lot riding on the line. They lost uh endorsements with Amazon, Dolce and Gabbana, uh Mark Jacobs, Smashbox, uh Smile Direct, uh te- uh what's it called? What, what's the name of the shampoo? The Ter Ter uh uh Trisume, whatever the fuck that damn shampoo bullshit called. 
that black people don't use that shit. Black people be on their main and tail shit. But, uh. Main and tail? <laughs> 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 um, you know, oh, and on top of that, these motherfuckers didn't want to release the mug shots on these two ladies. They was quick. They quick to throw everybody else mug shot, but they didn't want to throw the mug shot on uh, Laura Laughlin, aka the auntie on uh, Full House. The auntie. Yeah. The you know, but at the end of the day, this shit been going on since for forever. And my thing is, like, I want to know what happened to where, why, what blew the lid on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Was somebody angry? Because this shit been going on for years, years, years. The, the the rich has always been putting their kids in the best elementaries, the best daycares, the best middle schools, the best high schools, the best uh, colleges. They don't I even- mean, you know what really was the icing on the cake and not to carry on with this for too long. But what was really the icing on the cake was not even so much that these people did this shit, but the fact that they tried to write the shit off mm-hmm. on their taxes as charity. Mm. You motherfuckers. How dare you, bitch? Like, you couldn't even just pay out of your own pocket for this bullshit? You want to write this shit off on your taxes as charity? Like, as if, like, oh, bitch, like, mm. it's a write-off, bitch? And, and, and Your kid being a flunky is a write-off? Bitch. Oh, and, and let's not forget, uh, Phil, Mick- Phil Mickelson. If y'all, if y'all familiar with Phil Mickelson? He's not the, to be confused with Jack Nicholson. No, Phil, but Phil Mickelson, the golf legend. He even used uh Big Rick, White Boy Rick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for his kids, oh, three kids. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He he he. Uh, they've been coughing up millions of dollars, millions and hundreds and thousands to get their kids through. Y'all this just shit. gotta stop raising dummies, goddamn it. But anyway, what's the next topic? What we what we gonna touch on next? <sighs> Tell them why you mad, son. Wanna do the fuckery Friday fuckery? Friday fuckery. Friday fuckery. I don't even remember what we said the Friday fuckery was gonna be. Uh, this fucking camis. The camis. Um, uh, the Friday fuckery was uh, what, what was that? You say you just seen the shit before you got here? Oh, that's what it was. The Friday fuckery. The Friday fuckery issue was um another uh issue from the rape chronicles because <laughs> you know here at uh <laughs> it's not funny i you know i'm so sorry for laughing because this shit is far from funny um, this shit is hilarious <laughs> it's not funny though it's really not it's fucked up it's fucking ridiculous i'm tired of it um but basically what had happened was is that Italy is outraged as the court finds a victim too ugly to be raped. Apparently, the court <laughs> the court said that in this little rape situation that um, they don't believe that the shit is credible because, you know, the victim is unattractive and too masculine to be a credible rape victim that is this is the court saying the shit you know and so yeah um 
I know there's an appeal in play and all that, you know, but um Do you do you feel you can be too ugly to get raped? No. Because um No, I don't feel that uh, a bitch could be too ugly to get raped because Yeah, I believe niggas are fuck anything. Mm. What do you, uh, I don't like that. You think niggas are What do you mean you don't like that? Anything? Nigga, this is a reality. Anything? I believe niggas will fuck anything. A bitch. If you make a paper bag curvaceous, these niggas will fuck that shit. Hey, Mandy, how you doing? Uh, we got a new, look like we got a new listener here by the name of Mandy. Mandy. Mandy, what up? Shout out to you. What this do you mean, part. Mandy? The horns, first time listening. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, hello. That's most definitely some fuckery, though. No, uh, that shit is definitely fuckery. I, I I don't I don't get it. Um, I don't know. My thing is is uh, when it comes to uh, Italy, they're very vain. Excited for a road trip? Started off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. JD Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Mm. Um, not trying to pass judgment, but let's just keep it 100 here. Italy is very uh, vain. So I'm not surprised that they would say some shit like that. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. But while we're on the subject, did you also see that the uh, UN um, criticized uh, the Vatican? Oh, man. <laughs> They criticized the Vatican uh, for the fact that they're uh, kind of covering for the 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 rape the the molest- the molestation going on, right? Right. So basically, they're. I'm trying to find the right way to word this. I'm going to my notes. The UN reports that the Vatican policies protect priests that molest and rape kids. Are you fucking kidding me? The United Nations kind of, I guess, oversee the the policies or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or they're reporting on the Vatican's policies or whatnot. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Vatican just doesn't want to take a stance on it one way or the other. 
because they do recognize that the shit is going on. Now, first and foremost, let's take a step back. Um, in Catholicism, they're promoting the whole thing like, oh, the Franciscans are not supposed to have sex. So you have a lot of men in a certain community who are not out here fucking. And they're out here isolated with these fucking robes on with their dick swinging under these robes. <laughs> are, you, are you insinuating that they're commando under them robes? I'm pretty sure they're commando under these robes. I'll probably be commando under there too. I would too, nigga. That airflow. Fucking sandals and dick swinging. <laughs> sandals. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to Catholic school. Like, I remember what that shit looked like. They had sandals on with the fucking rope around their waist with the dick swinging under the fucking rope. You seen all that at school? I didn't see the dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. But uh, anyway, <laughs> the point is, I can imagine it gets difficult. Now, I'm not, by no means am I condoning molestation or rape. I'm just saying that I could see that it could be difficult when you feel conflicted between trying to follow your religion and trying to, you know, your addiction, not even addiction, but the body has needs. But goddamn, it don't have to be some fucking kids, little boys and shit. I don't give a fuck how much your body you better. Look, it's too much ass out here, women ass, to be to for, to to want to mess with with kids. You can buy some. It's women out here right now that's taking dates with niggas for for a couple hundred. Fuck it, go go get one of them. You mean to tell me you pass up a nice a nice rack <sighs> on a woman? You know, nice size areola cracking with the nice size areola. Yeah, you know, with the nice laka on the back end. Laka. You you <laughs> you rather pass that up? Then to go mess with a, a little boy in some fucking Superman draws? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not going to even mean, hit the button on that. This nigga Michael Jackson nah, could have do had it all. Don't do that. But he wanted that nigga Ray Robinson ass spread seven years old on the end of the bed with a fucking glitter glove. Don't say that. Oh, that's a good segue to get up out of this. I'm glad you said <laughs> I that. I mean, I'm just saying. So we we can't assume. I mean, I don't know why people are motivated by the shit they motivated by. I don't. I. I don't know. I and, don't. And and and, and speak, don't. speaking of old Wade, Wade is a, a attention attention uh whore. He might be attention queer. Wow. Tell him why you messing. Um. Wade been to court a couple years ago, and got the 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 case thrown out. They mad at me. <clears throat> they mad at me about the yeah. shit I said about Mike. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, because Mike, come on, Dolly man. and Anthony. I'm sorry, Dolly and Anthony. Mike ain't Mike ain't like that, bro. This is this is just a segue. I'm sorry. Mike, you know, it's for entertainment. Hey, I, I fuck with Mike. Damn. Mike, look, we Jesus look, niggas take Mike to heart. Look like Mike, Mike, it's, Mike it's an entertainment issue. My God, I remember the time. You know what I'm saying? I remember the time when shit was bad. Gosh, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, tell them because they don't even care about us. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Just, don't just, get me started with that one. Just, dun, 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 just dun, leave dun, me alone. Dun. Just leave me alone. Right. Okay. You know. Uh, anyway. You know. 
Wade, <laughs> Wade. After a certain point, you have to you have to give it up, bro. Like you're fighting and fighting. I don't even know why these. And, and I don't know if if y'all haven't heard. There's an interview with the guy who made that uh, documentary. What it's called, Leaving Neverland, or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. It's on. Uh, it's, I forgot the name of the show in the UK. But Anderson, what's the name? Anderson Pierce. I forgot the guy's name. Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan is on that that morning show. And Pierce Morgan, like, look. I seen the shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't see no evidence, no clear cut evidence to say that Michael did it. Mm-hmm. All I seen was people on there saying that he did it. No evidence. Okay. You know, even now they trying to come up like, oh, Mike had a uh, child porn uh, in his shit. Now the, the art was like, it was some weird ass art. It was like a kid, like with a, a tie on going like this. It, it was that. And it was something else. Like that's not kid porn, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they trying to do Mike. They, well, they already did Mike. Uh, they done. They done brought his music back. Excuse me. That's what this shit about. Like you already got the nigga music. Why are you still trying to beat the man? You beat the dead horse. The mm-hmm. nigga, he for one, he's going. Y'all got his music. What more do you want? These motherfuckers don't want black people in power. Look at. Look at uh wait hold on we got are we a, getting a call yeah we got a caller mm. seriously not another podcast who we got hello yeah this is it yeah seriously not another podcast am I live yeah can you turn can, the sound can, up Sam can you turn can you turn the uh the radio down in the back am I clear now yeah go ahead uh oh um. About the Michael Jackson thing, I was wondering, um, what, what's the significance in doing this at this point, at the moment? The radio down in the back. There's no radio. <laughs> what? You, your, look, your phone, your turn, turn your phone uh, in the background. It has a delay, and you're playing the show. Okay, how about now? There we go. Whatever, whatever volume you got, can you turn? Can you turn the phone down? Wherever the music coming from. What are you talking about? Okay. I see we have an audio difficulty over there on that side. I'm some feedback here. Are we better now? Are we better now? Yeah. Okay. Now, now you saying what's the point of doing it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, what's the point of doing it? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, 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 why? Well, he been he been trying to get stuff cracking. Uh, in 2017, his uh, case was dismissed because right he so didn't so have why, enough. Why are they allowed to come back out now? Because it's a fucking money grab. I have a question. So, um, I'm assuming so this is uh, my nigga Cut, right? Absolutely. Okay, um, so, so let so me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask you ahead. a question. Um, uh-huh. let's say, God forbid, you were molested right turn right. me down a little bit i feel like they i got an annoying tone or something so let's say you were molested or something right and you have been holding this uh-huh. shit in for years and um let's say at some point it was just fucking with you so bad to the point where you're like okay i have to come out with this shit would you, and someone 
uh, opened up a platform for you to actually come out with the shit. Would you do it or would you just continue to hold it into yourself? Okay, you got to rewind first and say, if if I was molested, why would I say that the first time I had the opportunity to say it? People have different reasons for why they don't always come forward. Well, why now? I mean, look, people so have different ter- reasons for why they say, me. huh? For 30 years I've been eating at me, I'm like, I just got to get this out now. Right now, the time I just feel like telling it now like that. Look, I, I, I can't really say why people do the things they do. But I can say that there is some validity to the fact that people battle with shit for years. That's like the bitch that uh, fucking lied on Emmett Till. She waited all these years to admit that she fucking lied on the fact that Emmett Till fucking uh, hit on her. And she fucking lied about that shit. What was the point of right. fucking waiting all them years to do that shit? And then you know, okay, I, and then you gotta look at it like this too. Because I look at things from different variations. I know a lot of people that in my life have been molested and never really bought, you know, bought it up to anybody or told anybody. So then just because he was a celebrity, that's why he was doing it because of who he was. Or, or if it had been anybody, do you think them guys would have still did the same thing to anybody? Had it been like an uncle or something, anything in the house or anything, you think that they would have press the issue like that you see what i'm saying i think if it was anybody that it would have happened but i think that the difference is is because it's a celebrity there's an interest on a larger scale so that's why there's an interest for it to be presented as a show if you got molested by your uncle nobody gives a fuck to give you a show but if this nigga got molested by michael jackson there's an interest to give him a show then if my uncle was a celebrity then yeah Correct. If your uncle's a celebrity, then correct. Absolutely. So, uh, aside of the money aspect of it, it was also to tear down his legacy, his character. I feel so. Uh, All all the things that he attained, because we didn't know what he was, all the stuff he was uh, involved in until he died. And then we're like, oh, he owned part of this, he owned part of it, he still owns this and that. Which is a big deal in the music industry to own something. Yeah, that's right, true. Ready? And again, I'm so, not necessarily saying that he did do these things, but I'm just kind of countering to the fact that I can see how someone could possibly wait this long to come out. Because that's the part that I think you guys struggle with. You guys don't understand how a person c- would choose to wait this long to come out. I mean, but like I said, a couple years ago, he was in court. This is how I feel about it. All right, look. Tell them why you're oh, that's what happened to you. This is, huh? <laughs> Nothing. What do you know? What you say? Say it again. Nothing. Go ahead. No, I think you. Put, I think you said what I'm gonna say. Say, say it. I no. said, tell them why you're mad, son. I was gonna say it like this. <laughs> um, yeah, because I can't understand what she just said. I just <laughs> let me go and say what I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> Well, did you say a real word? I don't know. Just okay. say what you got to say. say is, yeah, what I was going to say is, okay, dude, you told your story. That's sad what happened to you. Now, get the fuck out of here. What do you want us to do? What, <laughs> what, 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 what the fuck do you want us to do, though? 
What do you want us to do? I mean, what can we do? That's okay, true. Because he's going now. There's a picture behind the story, right? He's dead. Uh, this shit was like, what, 30, 30 some years ago? Right. Right? You you said he didn't. Now you said he do. What in all in all? What do you want us to do now? That's a good point. Absolutely good point. Right. Yeah. See, it's got to be logical. What do you? That's what I'm saying. Somebody up under there pulling the strings. Um. Even Ronnie Newton, rest in peace, died last week. He said they came to him by this kid saying, "We'll give you two hundred thousand if you'll come and just say that something happened." Have us, just come and have your kids say that Michael did something to your kids. Mm. You can go on YouTube and look that up. Okay. So they gather something. Go ahead. Do you think, aside from this whole allegation thing, do you think that it's at all strange that Michael enjoyed sleeping with children in his bed and enjoyed having children in his company as frequently as he did? Yeah, yeah, that's strange. That's real unusual. Okay. And do you think that it's at all strange that even with the children's permission that he continued to um, kick it with these kids to the extent that he did? I think it's strange kids sit on Santa Claus and left, but they continue to do it for generations and generations and ask for shit, right? Mm. So so they've been tattering. They've been been tattering. um, I think it's strange that Pope kissed kids on the mouth outside of the day. It's a lot of stuff that's kind of been brought up. Don't deflect though, okay. Don't deflect. No. Let's th- let's keep our eyes on the prize, my guy. Oh no. Hey, no problem. I, we, gotta, I, we gotta use parallels. We gotta use parallels. Go ahead. What I what I wanna I know that. is it's strange. It's strange. Because it's strange. I not, guess not my my question it. is is that as much as we can sh- victim shame here, I do still wanna give some accountability to the fact that it's a little strange that a person would knowing the power that they have and knowing the, you know, the way that they've been viewed by so many people that they would do the things that they're doing. Even if they didn't molest the kids, that they would be putting themselves in certain positions, knowing that it could be viewed a certain way. Right. Yeah. You know, but see that that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, like what is the intent? For this, like, let me give you another scenario. Let me okay. give you another scenario. Just say, for instance, say, for instance, you got a homegirl, right? And your homegirl know that you got a guy, your man guy, but you messing with another dude, and your homegirl close enough that she know all your business. Mm-hmm. Now she runs back and tell your dude about this side guy. Mm-hmm. What's her motive? What's her intent for doing that? To fuck my nigga. Okay, then. See what I'm saying? So what does this do? See, everything has to have a cause and effect. What is the cause? I want to see what's the cause behind this. Because it, I mean, I get what you're saying, it. but but sometimes people do things just because they feel it's the right thing to do. So like, oh. just like how my reflex was to say, oh, this bitch is doing this to fuck my nigga. Maybe she's just doing it because she thinks I'm a fucked up individual for fucking over a good dude. Oh. And oh, she just no, feels she like this nigga deserves to know that I'm a scumbag. That make her better by fucking your dude on some underhanded shit? That make her a better person? No. I mean, but who are no. we to say that Don't she shitty? Don't be horse advocate. Don't be horse advocate. No, I see. What? You're trying to, <laughs> in all fairness to her, you try to make an excuse for the, the, uh, 
<laughs> no, I'm not. Because no, trust look. me, I am not yeah. fond of bitches telling the next bitch business. Trust me. Because that is breaking <laughs> the fucking girl code, okay? Yeah, but at the same yeah, time, you, at the same time, I can see how a person could say, look, I'm just doing this because I have fucking integrity and I am a person who, bitch, fuck you. If you chose to do some bullshit, that's some shit you have to live with. But at the end of the day, I give a fuck about this nigga because I give a fuck about you. And I can't fucking walk around knowing that this nigga cares about you the way he does and knowing that you're a fucking scumbag, bitch, and you fuck this nigga over. So at a certain point, I need to be real with myself knowing that Mm -hmm. you cheated on this nigga. I can see I how a person could knowing. possibly justify that and feel think, like they need to say look, something. Hey, see, that was a whole lot of thought given to what you just said. I do would never do it, really, but I can see how somebody you think could. somebody really sit back and be like, I just can't, uh, I can't live with myself knowing this bit of the, there ain't nobody thinking like that deep. There are people shit. who live, I swear there are people like some, that. There are people many, like that. Some. We are not those people, but there are people like that. And I'm telling you, if you listen to a couple episodes back, I literally talked about a situation where that shit has happened to me. Ben Ready, do you remember me saying where that shit happened to me? Yeah. One of my homegirls literally had one of my niggas on three-way and let this nigga hear every conversation that I had with her while I was telling on myself. So I'm telling you, there's bitches out here who do shit like that. Moral of the story, don't do nothing. (laughs) You said what's her what? What was her purpose for doing this though? Well, I think her purpose was because she wanted to fuck with my nigga, but she had to be already. She had already. I think think a part of it was because in her mind, she felt like, and this is what I had to convince myself so I could grow from the situation. I think that her, her purpose was she felt like I had a good dude and. I took advantage of that because there's women out here who want a good dude and I had one and I didn't do well with that. So she felt like she uh-huh. needed to teach me a lesson by getting back at me. And that's some shit I had to, to just take that L on. And I did learn from that situation. Cause now I don't tell bitches none of my goddamn business. No, what you're supposed to say is now I no longer do those things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you right, you right. You right, you right. Fellas, take notes. Take notes. You right. We appreciate your call, funny. man. I hope you continue to All listen, right, man. man. I will. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, what, what's up? We said we were going to play a break. <laughs> yeah. Fellas, take notes, man. What do you mean? No, 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 no. Sometimes women don't change, man. Excuse me. Hey. Um, I am a changed woman. Now, do you? But at the same time, even with the things I was telling her, I look. Let's let's take it a step back because I feel like I need to clear my name. Okay. I did cheat on one one of my exes. Okay. I double back with my daughter's dad. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I had got back with one of my exes. Okay. Okay. You you was going back and forth. You just no no no. So let's let's clear it up. I had a child with my with you know my daughter's dad. Okay. Me and him didn't work out. Okay. I got into a relationship with one of my exes that I was with way before him. Right. Okay. Now me and him was happy together, but but at the same time I felt like kind of awkward because 
he wasn't my daughter's dad. And in my mind, I kind of still felt like that vibe, like, dang, like, I feel like I need to, like, fix my family situation. So I doubled back and I cheated on him with my daughter's dad, right? And when I cheated on him, I realized through cheating that I absolutely did not, I was happy with what I had. This is what we were talking about last week where I said sometimes through cheating, you realize that you are happy with what you had. So I was good. Absolutely done. Never cheated again. Solid as a rock. Good, right? So it was nothing really to be said or anything because I was rocking with my nigga at this point. But she did her little infiltration shit and was basically like, cause he basically was asking me like, Oh, did you ever cheat on me? And I said, no, but she had already let this nigga hear me on three way say that I had. Mm. And I was lying and telling him I hadn't because I did it one time and I was never planning to do it again. He just wanted to hear me say, yeah, I did, but I would never do it again. So long story short, um, you know, I think people should be honest about the shit they're doing. Like, if you cheating on somebody, maybe you should just tell them, like, yeah, I did. My bad. But you know what? Through me cheating, like, I realized that I really do fuck with you. Because maybe he did just need to hear that coming from me instead of hearing that coming from her. And that's the lesson learned. So he's right. The lesson learned was also that I needed to be honest. But to me, the biggest lesson was also that I need to not tell bitch is my business because if I hadn't told this bitch my business she wouldn't have the opportunity to even be orchestrating this plan that she orchestrated so to me that was the bigger lesson even more so than the other because Mm. yeah yeah you know be careful you you gotta you gotta you have to be careful out here yeah and you know you gotta keep it hopefully and I'm not a cheater anymore and hopefully everybody that I don't, I don't cheat. Hopefully everybody cheating, that, cheating is for cheaters. <laughs> well, on that on that note, uh <laughs> today's uh mid we went over a little bit, but uh today's <laughs> choice of music comes from this is AC. She's bringing us a song by G Easy and Hey, and, this shit is uh, my joint. I haven't heard it. You know, uh, but oh, you haven't heard this? No, I wanted to get a full brand new because I, I I don't too I don't care for Blueface. So, I, I, put it this way, this song is like I like this song because as soon as I hear it, it give me like West Coast vibes. I like G Easy because like he's a white boy who I could vibe with. He like makes me feel like you know. Okay. He does, he he reminds me of my nigga Great Dane. You know, like he does it the for the culture. Day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So anyway, so we got we got West Coast by G Easy and Blueface. Six million ways to mob. Choose one. In the way that this cash feeling Don't know what's harder The first or the last million My last album took care of my grandchildren You try to win Crack your head on the glass ceiling 
What it is, sick with it, it is. The way this money look, I be trying to Sony for years. Micro dust and shrooms, and I might just go pop a this. They see that black Rory, they know that it's one of his. Oh, realest in the room. Could fill a pool with all the alcohol that I consume. I'm coming this summer, yeah, it's safe to assume. I'm finna clean up using Golden State's broom. West Coast, real town business. Puma check just got clear. Merry Christmas. More sales, you catching more L's. I drove here in a scraper playing this on 412s. Hey. Hey. It's all love, yeah, and it's never bad. Blue face, baby. Yeah, yeah, I. It's the face of the West Coast. Ben Mackin, I got more bitches than Petco. VVS is breaking and busting like the Metro. West Side Yankees, Midtown Business. Yeah, I schoolyard to the children. Used to be broke, cash money got me healing. You can't show me how to make a meal till you make a meal. Welcome to the West Coast. This the best coast. You can find the best hoes in the best row. Doing a dash and a action up and down Pico. Freako, my pants sack until I'm me show. Yeah, I welcome to the me show. Two dicks. Big pisser and a Glico. Big pisser and a Glico. Yeah, I, I like my money and blue faces, baby. I like fucking. All my bitches call me fucker. We can't fuck if you can't take the rug burn. If she can't take the rug burn, yo, all my bitches call me fucker. I at least, fuck a bitch unless she can't take the rug burn. At least he was on. Nigga, you better not <laughs> have me on the carpet, my nigga. Oh, women, women nigga, got I'm light skinned. These knees need to be together, my nigga. Shit. Now, I didn't kept these knees together for 34 years, my nigga. You are not about to fuck these knees up now, my guy. Shit, we not fucking blue face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, tell us how you feel about Fucker. the song. You like the song? I like G Easy verse, but when Blueface verse come on, he just be on some whole other other shit. He and then he said Blueface rap like he retarded. He he rap like he trying to catch up. Uh, he be tra- he was he was cool the first few few bars, but then he like just lost track at some point. But the beat go hard though. G Easy did his shit. That whole he's one of them niggas that was that you in here talking about niggas that sag when they hold asses out. Yes, he's one of them niggas. Oh my goodness! Did you see that picture of him where he had like the little bangs with the little bump curl? Yep. He went. To wow. School. He went to school in the valley. Mm. 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 Uh, let's see. What we got in the message boards. We got uh, <laughs> this nigga said, "Oh damn." Don't, or you said they don't disrespect Mike. Uh, la, la, la. That nigga in the future, uh, he must have been talking about cut. I don't know what the fuck's going on with cut. Uh, his 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 audio. Uh, Young Dolly said they want to shit on Mike because there's no legal defamation protection of the dead. 
they quote unquote getting it off their chest for a check. Love to open up when the bag is being offered. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think I would like to jump into the Tis Nye's. Um, well, before we get too deep, I want to give a shout out to this dude in Detroit who got accepted into 41 colleges. I think that deserves recognition before we get into this happy shit. Um, you know, cause we, we should have shouted that out after we were talking about that college fraud shit. You know, we ain't got to, uh, commit fraud, you know, we get it from the mud. Right. So shout out to that dude, especially, uh, you know, with all the shit that Detroit going through, you get accepted into 41 colleges, you know, dealing with, uh, some challenges and shit. You, you the fucking goat, my guy. Yeah. To make it out of Detroit, you know, it's, it's something for real. Detroit is nuts. That shit is crazy on Detroit. Another <laughs> topic on a lighter note too, uh, in line with the title, the butterfly flag, uh, these butterflies oh yeah the fuck you know i know a lot of people been asking what's going on with these butterflies and um yes the butterfly shit is uh they migrate north um they basically going up there to uh mate they're going up there to mate once they mate they go there to die but you know what it's crazy i think this whole thing with this butterfly shit happening made people really realize the fact that we didn't have butterflies before you know what i'm saying like because yeah. everybody just all of a sudden started posting like oh where are all these butterflies coming from and then i think it made it apparent the fact that we didn't have them you know yeah um and that's fucking sad you know butterflies shouldn't be a fucking topic you know what i mean butterfly in the sky like i remember that was just regular shit when i was a kid like i remember having a little mason jar and getting the butterflies and putting like the little lid on the jar and, and suffocating them. Well, don't say that. <laughs> we will let them go eventually, you know. But um, you know, anyway, shout out to the butterflies. Like so, y'all, y'all made the week lit. So you know? for, the, for the people that don't know about the butterfly shit, I'm pretty sure it's all over the uh, Southern California right now. Mm-hmm. They're flying up north to Oregon. Uh, they go there to mate to start the new generations of butterfly. When they go there, they make the they make the new joints where they also all the ones you seeing passes right now mm-hmm. they basically going to their last place where they'll be living at they're going they're going to go fucking die oh that sounds like the life you know what i'm saying so and then we're going to get another wave <laughs> soon we'll we'll get another wave of them coming back this way uh the the newborn so once this wave finished and when we come back these are the offsprings are all the ones that pass us up so and we won't get it again until, you know, they go to die. Go fucking die. But, yeah. Well, talking about fucking and dying, um, this judge <laughs> that um, got sentenced to 28 years for sending uh, black teens to prison. Mm-hmm. Essentially, he was accepting bribes from privatized prisons. Um. You know, I I think that that's, first and foremost, I'm glad that he was prosecuted, you know, because it basically came out that he was, you know, kind of using his clout to, you know, wrongfully use the law to 
imprison black men so that the prison system can profit off of their incarceration, essentially. Um, wrong, you know. Um, I'm glad that they found him guilty. Now, was he white? Of course. Oh, okay. Just checking. I'm going to say uh, that that's something... That's big, though. Which, Paul. sidebar, I don't know if y'all know it, but um, pretty soon there's not going to be any more um, public prisons. Like, pretty soon, all prisons are going to be private. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get nasty. Yeah, so. So, you, so niggas who, who are uh, lawbreakers, chance takers, you, you niggas better get wising up, man. This shit is about to get real. You know, uh, shout out. You know, I won't say shout out, but to 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 the to the D boys, the D girls, um, the pretty house, the the oh you know, she gone already. See her in fifteen. Uh, Should have got more, but uh, <laughs> the pretty house, yeah, all, and all, the fuck boys, all the ones that want to follow in, in pretty whole steps. Uh, you know, the scammers, the boosters, the crips, the sue whoopers. Um, you know. We got to get it in line, man. These niggas going to make it that much harder for us to breathe. Mm. You know, so niggas better legal up. Niggas better go get these fucking, uh, go get these trades up. Go get behind the wheel somewhere. Do something, man. It's too, it's too easy not to get in trouble. <laughs> Anthony, stupid. I'm like, he said, my knees are dark as fuck. You a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, coming through to my state. But, um, in, in addition to that, there's also a law in play, which I believe will be going into effect in October, where they're going to be eliminating the cash bail system, and they're going to be putting it totally at a judge's discretion as to whether or not uh, an inmate should be released. So in other words, like right now, if someone gets you know, incarcerated, they have the opportunity to post bail until their trial goes to court. Mm-hmm. So as of October, they will no longer have the opportunity to post bail. Now the court will have <clears throat> the total say so as to whether or not they will stay in jail until their trial is heard or if they will get released on their own recognizance until their trial is heard now that could be a good thing because that could mean that people won't have to come out of pocket and people won't be getting held in jail based on them having a financial burden or it could mean a lot of you know let's be honest minorities will be held based on discrimination and all that stuff because of the fact that the court is going to say oh i think you'll be a threat to society or whatever so we should keep you in until your trial date and we know that the court is also not going to have a speedy trial because the the court system is backed up and all that so it's going to be in a situation where it's like how khalif browder you know had and all that where you can end up in jail for a really long time mm-hmm. waiting on your trial my thing when, when when you brought that to my attention i'm just like all i can see is bad for people of color right you know, I, I don't. But it could be good too because I mean, assuming see, it really just comes down to who the judges are. My point is, and exactly. see, when it comes to like elections, I can honestly say that 
most of us don't know who these judges are we're voting for. We nope. we put a lot of energy into oh who's the governor, who's the you know city council and all that. We don't put a lot of research into who the judges are. Nope. And that shit is fucking important, and even more so now. I'm gonna say more shit. more so now than ever with this shit coming. Correct. It, it's I'm 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 one of them people that you know I didn't because. I know I don't do a lot of shit to where I put myself in, into harm's way, so mm-hmm. I, I really don't give a fuck. But now, though, right? You know, you never know because you might have to defend yourself. You might have to Correct. clap a nigga and whatever the case. <laughs> right. You know, so <clears throat> it, it's more important now than ever, right? To pay attention to to familiarize yourself with who these judges are, right? Do the research. Um, yeah, it's important. Cause you can go to jail for a fucking DUI or yeah, or well, I'm not gonna say that's that's minor, but it some, could be anything. I was literally <clears throat> watching that Sandra Bland fucking documentary. I didn't watch the whole thing because I fell asleep, but she got pulled over on a fucking traffic stop. Okay, and that shit got turned left because, granted, she got pulled over. What was it for? Was it for? It was some bullshit, but it was traffic stop. And because she refused to uh, um, comply with whatever the request was that they were asking her, it right. escalated. And then it turned into, okay, get out the car. And then it turned into, okay, you're resisting arrest. And then it turned into, okay, we're taking you to jail. And then it turned into, okay, this bitch committed suicide. But really, we don't know if that actually happened. So point is, is that even as a normal person, you thinking you just a law abiding citizen. You could end up in a situation where this could be you and you could be on the other end of this shit. You know what I mean? And and, and you know, uh to to go off, off tangent real quick, like with with the Sandra Bland the whoever the officer was or the officers involved in that are still walking the street. And and mm-hmm. that happened in what, Texas? Yes. Texas. And you have these gangster mob like people in texas to where those people are still walking around and i'm not i'm not you know i don't condone their violence but when you do something to somebody like that they should no longer be walking you have all these thugs mob like people they're 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 not technically guilty of anything i mean we i mean come on we know that she was killed we why would she go why would she wait to go to jail from a traffic or whatever the fuck she went to jail for to kill herself when she was she was a powerful ass black woman like watching her videos and how she speak I don't, she didn't have it she didn't she didn't seem like a person that would go and wait to go to jail to kill herself i agree and also i mean they had her kill her or they posed it as if she killed herself with a plastic bag i don't even think they keep shit like that in sales do they what I I don't I don't you know I've never been in the cell but I, Me either, I don't by the grace of God I don't see why they would have that in, in there why would they have a plastic bag in the cell because off the back you would think like if somebody wanted to commit suicide all that shit is contraband that's a good way to commit suicide mm-hmm. but you know and and to I, I was talking this is going way off but I was talking to somebody about how the generations used to be how black people used to stand for shit what you know black panthers through the 60s and 70s and shit like how they used to stand for each other and then slowly uh, you know i I don't know if it was the crack era whatever the case we stopped standing for each other and Mm -hmm. it got divided to where 
nigga, it's me versus you, or it's me and y'all over there, whatever the case. Mm -hmm. There's no way, like, you know, um, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much because, you know, this shit might uh, get bigger, but there's figures in the game, in, in, in entertainment and rap, black figures that people know that you shouldn't fuck with across, correct? And have right. and have power to have things done to you that's very mob like. And it's crazy that niggas will use these resources to real quick to to handle somebody of their own color, but not use it to handle somebody like who did the wrongdoing to Sandra Bland, who did the wrongdoing uh, uh, <clears throat> to Trayvon Martin. Like all these thugs and all these killers and whoever, whatever the case out in Florida, and this nigga Zimmerman still walking around. But y'all niggas are kill, you know, XXS Tentacion. Oh know, my God. I'm know. sorry. Every time you say that, that's just ridiculous. What? Triple X Tentacion. XXS Tentacion. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's how that's how I said it. No, but but in in all, in all for real though, like niggas, we we got to get it together because with this law, and that's only in California, right? The the correct. I mean, technically, it's already in play in other states, but it would be you know implemented in California. As I'm, well. I'm I'm scared of that, man. I'm scared of that because I know it's a lot of people who don't have the same mind state <laughs> I have. Like, I would rather. I would rather turn the other cheek than to sit here and go to jail. Pause. Like I, I I'm not, I'm not putting myself in, in danger. Like my life's not bad enough for me to go pick up a pack and do whatever. You know, my, you know, niggas got to get it. I'm not out here. I don't know, man. But this is this is scary for for friends, family members, and everybody else in the street. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like people just got to be careful out here. You know. Um I don't know. It's like we were talking about a few weeks ago and you were asking me something about like, oh, do you actually like talk to gangsters or certain people about decisions that they make? Right. You know, and I really genuinely do. You know, the people who I actually feel, you know, close enough or that I can make an impact on yeah, to so you do feel that, they'll listen. you know, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I know that they hear me. Um, but I think what it comes down to more than anything is they got to feel like they have other options. And I think that's the area that I struggle with too, is like, it's one thing to have a discussion, but it's another thing to really feel like you have other viable options to give to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause I've had discussions with people like, Oh, you know, don't, you know, there's other options out here you know, you should go another way or whatever. And they'd be like, okay, like, like, like what? And then I'd be like, fuck, what do I say? You know what I mean? Because it's like, cause they'll be really like coming at me like, okay, like, yeah, well, but what kind of job do I get if I got this, 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 and this? And I'd be like, uh, you know what? Moving boxes or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, people don't want to live that kind of life, especially when they know they can, you know, they can create their own lifestyle with whatever it is that they do, which we won't talk about on here. Yeah. But <clears throat> people don't want to have to do some of the shit you were talking about earlier in the show, that manual labor, certain shit like that, mm -hmm. when they know they can create their own lifestyle doing certain things that they do. Um, and it's faster, too. 
Yeah, but see, it's hard to kind of talk people out of that mindset. You know what I'm saying? But at the same token, you know, these people, you know. And I'm not even talking about gang members. I'm no, talking no, about even just general, hustlers or whatever. What you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like every in today's time, in 2019, you can, you can, a nigga can learn how to fucking cook. A nigga? A nigga. I didn't say oh, nigga. Okay. I never. A nigga, a nigga can learn how to cook. And have some shit booming. And you can be the next Taco Mills or the next Blue Kitchen or the next Trap Kitchen, whatever the case. You can learn how to cook and, and get it like that. Like That's true. But I mean, even with that, it's like, okay, you got to actually be able to cook or whatever. Like, you know, besides like cooking or whatever, like, you know, and not to say there's not other options, but it really takes somebody to really truly be self motivated to a whole nother level. It's it essentially takes someone to start their own business. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's I what mean, I'm saying. you, you don't have a lot of other options. Like, I mean, as far as having a job, you would essentially be having like some bottom of the barrel ass job. If we be in all the way 100, but they, and a lot of niggas who used to getting fast money and real money don't want that bottom of the barrel ass job. So it's like, but is that so? So this is my thing. So if they used to get that money and they got strikes, hella strikes or whatever the case, you mean to tell me it's like, fuck it, you still going to chance it and keep getting that fast money? Or are you going to get the bottom of the barrel shit? And I have to look because I, I know that. I, at one point, I, w- I was selling weed. And once I got a, a, a job, I'm like, damn, I don't have to look over my shoulder no more. Like That's once, true. Once you start doing shit I mean, legal. It- don't get me wrong. Like for me, that sense of security means more than anything. Now, like I said, I have days where I can't fucking stand going into work. Oh, yeah. Everybody. And I'd be wishing that I had my own business, which let's be honest. Having your own business, you have even more of an obligation to go into work because yep. your whole fucking uh, existence relies upon you getting there on time and actually making money and mm-hmm. all that shit. But I feel like there's just a certain sense of uh, pride and shit that you have when it's your shit versus you going into somebody else's institution. But that's a whole nother subject. But there's some days where I just be feeling like I don't feel like doing shit, but I don't know. I guess I can see both sides. I'll put it like this. If you wasn't doing what you do professionally, mm-hmm. I would, what would you be doing? What do Ace, what in a, in a perfect world, are you doing exactly what you wanted to do? <sighs> or you went and did, you went to school for something that you knew would, would be booming in the to future. To be truthfully honest, like I'm not doing exactly what I want to be doing. I enjoy what I do. I like the people that I work with. I'm not doing exactly what I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed when I worked with the children and the families. It was just a very high demanding job. And I have a child. Mm -hmm. I think that was probably more rewarding for me. And that's probably more closer to the ideal job for me. But it just wasn't at an ideal time. Got it. Um, but the ideal job for me probably would be something where, I don't know, maybe stripping. <laughs> I don't 
don't know. That, I mean, that, I, I can work for myself, work at night. I don't yeah, have to get wanna, up early. You want to be like a call girl? Or? No, I don't want to be a prostitute. No. But in all seriousness, you you, you want to be a stripper? No, nah, I'm just joking. Oh, I'm about to say, Lord. I, I don't think I would want to be a stripper. Because they got to go through a lot. I, I was just joking. I think an ideal job for me would be like some sort of job where I, <laughs> some sort of job where I could like, you know, I want to have like a business where I could like teach the community like skills to build upon themselves so that they can basically be self starters, you know, gotcha. like some sort of community. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know. I don't know what the word would be like. Some sort of community a com- building, a, a community building, community building uh, organization, community uplift. Yes, something along those lines, uh, and then maybe get some sort of like uh, funding or grants. Yeah, you know, like maybe if I was contracted through, like, say, like uh, the Grow Program or some shit like that to teach them like some job skills, credit building skills, financial mm-hmm. skills, something like that. That's good to know because my my ideal uh, goal, like if I say if I just came in, I think I said it on the show before a while ago. But if I came into a crazy amount of dollars, let's say I got lucky and won the fucking lottery, mm-hmm. I got a couple hundred mil. I will go buy the Avalon swap meet. What? That's that's your ideal? Yeah, I buy the Avalon. Business be slow sometimes, though. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'll buy the Avalon swap meet. It okay. Would, it would no longer be a swap meet. No okay. It would be exactly what you what you just said. It would be a, a a place to teach people how to do uh, taxes, to teach people how to um, money management. It would be credit building. It would be how to get jobs, how to do uh, uh, resumes. Uh, even how to be, a, a, I guess you can say, like gentleman class, like proper etiquette. Yes, you know, um, cross your legs, ladies. Cross you your know, legs. because it's needed. Like I don't think the hood needs uh, swap meets and and more more swap meets, more liquor stores. Like there's enough to go around. You mm-hmm. know, we have to do something to build. If not, we're going to keep losing people by the numbers. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's dope that you said that because I know if that shit happens and that's your ideal job, I can be like, hey, see, look, I got this amount for you. I think we should start a business together. Let's do it. You hey, know, hold on, hold I, re- I really do because it sounds like we have the same vision, you know, and I and honestly, I think Townhouse Media as a whole, when I listen to all the different shows that we have, Mm-hmm. And mind you, this was not on the agenda, so we're totally off topic right now. But right. when I listen to like No Rules, and um, I know Will got his vision with his bread that he just got, and Mark, and you know, uh, Nifo have his views on how people should invest their money and shit, right. and Dolly with how he does his shit, and CJ, we all have the vision. We just need the capital behind us. And we could be fucking masterminds. You know what I'm saying? You know who could, who could put us in position? Who? Lady A. She got bread. Lady A has a has a uh, nonprofit that she runs, and they're doing big stuff. Like you know, she do a lot of women empowerment stuff. 
and like she got she got like two buildings through her stuff like so you just gotta impregnate her so we can get the bag what look <laughs> don't get the listeners thinking it's like that with lady a lord have mercy oh my god you know um and you know and i told her like she was like man all you gotta do is come down here like i lady a if you listening i would love for you to be on the show or for us to come down to have a trip to san diego and come on your show um i still stand by that yeah she and i you know that um she she's doing it like uh i think they just had like this women empowerment walk or something they they just did i can't remember exactly what it was like but she's always doing something and uh if y'all want to uh people out lady a uh on spreaker every saturday three to four crown conversations pretty pretty good show um you know and, and it's good like i think when it when it's moving people forward you have to use all the resources you mm-hmm. have and you know and even even for so say like something like that happened where i was able to turn the swabbing into this big uh you know urban thing to help you know the inner city mm-hmm. use you know, I can, uh, I can, I can hire somebody who, uh, you know, who, 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 who has a, a record and can't get a job somewhere else right. and pay them a decent amount of money to make a living. Right. You know, even with them to, and, and on top, like, like on top of that, to get, you know, have something in there to have people how to get their shit expunged and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and try. We'd make a lot of bridges doing that shit. If we yeah. had like a paralegal or a fucking lawyer yeah. in there doing that shit, that yeah. alone to make bread. And the joy of it all is just to know that you're making a Changing difference. Changing lives. Absolutely. A, a big difference. And then know. I have the background with like the whole uh, child and family services things. People will pay bread just to figure out how to reunify their families and shit like that. I mean, no, nah, I'm good. Um, just that shit alone because it's a lot of uh, challenges with trying to figure out what programs to participate in with trying to reunify your families and Mm -hmm. shit like that. Um, And see, my thing is I don't even want to charge people for this information, but I'm just saying like, if there could be some sort of grant funding in order to provide these people with the information, I don't want to charge the community for the services, but I want to get funding through grants and stuff to provide the services to the community. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I feel like, you know, we do this podcast every week and I know we, we fucking talk shit and all that, but I know we can be a blessing to somebody, um, you know, on a different level, Most definitely. um, if presented the opportunity, you know, it's all in fun and shit, but at the end of the day, we got way bigger callings besides oh, yeah. just the Friday fuckery, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, like, like everything else, you know, like for my job, like I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, it it can help for what I need to do right now and to, to get me where I need to be. It's been funding this podcast situation. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been helping with me to live life how I want to live. Um, this, is this what I'm trying to do for the rest of my life? Hell no. This podcast shit is what I want to do. You know, um entertainment is what i want and to do. even with the podcast like of course this is something i want to do long term but i want to do more than even just the podcast like the podcast needs to be a vessel for us yeah. to do bigger shit because i know even at one point mark was talking about doing you know using the podcast as like a vessel to 
maybe do like a community outreach thing, like give back, like with feeding the homeless or some sort of thing or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and even though we may not have the means to do it on the level that we in- want to, even if, like you said a few episodes ago, you was able to give Christmas gifts for however many families or whatever. Yeah, single mothers. Whatever we could do is still a blessing to somebody. And eventually we can grow to do it on a larger scale. So yeah. I think it's all about intent. And I, I mean, look, I think we got the right vision. It's just a matter of having the capital behind us. So if anybody want to invest... Yeah. The email is T O W N E House Media Now at gmail.com. God damn it. Don't forget the Don't now. add the goddamn it because it'll bounce back. Yeah. Don't do you that. You know, just town house media now at gmail.com. Damn. You know? Just saying. That should have so. wonderful. That should Do that, we have any other topic we want to add? That should damn it. Maybe we want to end on that good note. Uh, we could one more tiznapping before or do you just want to end no, it here what, what, what you want to do let's do it i don't know i mean i just you know yeah I, okay I, I just don't know if we want to just give them one more little issue you know one more little you know oh and for those that are listening uh keep pushing the line uh hashtag mute elvis just random what mute elvis hashtag mute elvis we're going to get that popping. I'm trying to figure out what issue I want to close this out with because I don't know if we want to close it out on the funny issue. Do we want to close it out on the heavy issue? Do we want to close it out on a conscious issue? We could go so many directions. Yeah, for real. We got the... We got his topics for days. we got we got the we got the shit with the eleven year old boy. That's what I was literally just looking at. Fuck it, let's do it for the culture. Oh man, it man. ain't my culture, but fuck it. So I was literally just talking about uh, children and family services. So fuck it, we gonna do it for the culture. Let's go. A mother of an eleven year old drag kid. Are you fucking kidding me? Who performed at a gay bar. Are you fucking kidding me? Says that Child Protective Services showed up at her home. So, in other words... No uh, shit. She let her 11-year-old... I don't know if we should call him a son or a daughter, but he was born as a male, and he was dressed up in women's clothing. She was allowing him to go to adult bars, which really... Was it a strip club, it looks like it said? It looks like it was... uh, a strip club and they were handing him dollar bills. Um, she let him go there and perform. The name, the name of the club is called $3 bill, $3 bill. <laughs> um, and so basically it says, as he took off his jacket, the howling men in the audience handed him dollar bills. Um, Oh, as one might see at the strip club. So he wasn't at the strip club, but he was at a club. So neither here nor there. Um, somebody called CPS and yes under investigation they said that uh, as of right now um the allegations are unfounded uh which is really bullshit um because if i had been on this case it definitely would have been substantiated it wouldn't have been unfounded because unfounded basically means that you don't have enough evidence to justify taking any sort of action and there's footage of that 
And, right. And that's what I was saying about, you know, that community to where that's 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 child porn. You got you got you I mean I mean soft I, have a, I have a problem and mind you, I don't have a problem with kids exploring sexuality because I understand that even at a young age kids are trying to figure themselves out. Look, my <clears> game <throat> of house was really real as a kid, you know? And I won't go into detail on the show, but was you messing with Peters in the house? No, it was not boys. So anyway, like I said, I I don't, I don't pass judgment on kids exploring their sexualities, but at the same time, I don't think that a, a parent should be promoting a kid doing certain activities. You know what I'm saying? It's damn it, like like the mom was like prostituting him out. That's my issue. I I don't like I said I don't or pimping him out. Cause like I said, all of my exploration literally was with kids. You know what I mean? I by the grace of God, I've never been molested by an adult, but I have definitely explored a lot of things with other kids. What's up with the thunder? What's wrong with thunder? They're bringing the thunder. It's it's hard facts. I mean, look, and like I said, kissing girls or you know, uh, me being the mom, uh, the dad, or her being the mom, or whatever. Oh, you, you know. was a dad. Wait a minute! I the fuck out. I don't remember. I'm just speculating. I, I it's been years. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, hey, wait, that may be how, not your situation, but thinking back, if it was, if it was just two girls, somebody had to be the dad. Maybe, exactly. Maybe that started the butch syndrome. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't even know for sure if I was the dad. Maybe I was, and I think it alternated depending on who, who we was playing with. But my point is, is that I think it's, you know, natural for kids to, and that's why I'm not always so quick to say that a boy is gay for even, you know, exploring certain things either. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I mean, because I think it's natural for kids to experiment. I think it's unnatural for a parent to be facilitating that experimentation. I don't think a parent should be fucking taking their child anywhere to experiment or buying their child outfits to wear drag and things like that i think that part is a little um but that shit happens like that shit happens at pride day you know and uh, granted i did play dress up so whatever you know so i guess based on that premise like if they feel like they're just helping their kid play dress up okay but i don't know if i had a son and you know i don't know that i would encourage my son to do dress up not, not, not. I don't not, know not, that I would do that. And not drag, like you know. And and I'm not homophobic at all. Um, I love gay people, but I don't. I can't say with confidence that I would encourage my son to to wear Cross drag. Dress. No. Yeah, that's that's because I would still want to, you know, make it as neutral of a environment as possible for my child. All right. Um, but see, I know it gets, it gets, it gets difficult. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, say like how Brad Pitt and Angelina's daughter, like she, she been like 
like Butchie, like from day one, that Shiloh. Oh, oh, that's a girl. That's what I'm saying. That was that is a girl, and she's been a girl from birth. And she like pretty much since she was little, they always had her in them boys' clothes. But that's what I'm saying. The kid don't buy their clothes. So at what point did y'all decide that y'all were just gonna start putting her in these boys' clothes? Did she tell y'all she wanted to wear the boys' clothes, or did y'all decide like, okay, she's displaying boyish behavior, so we're gonna buy her boys' clothes? I'm trying to figure out how does that happen, where a parent decides that they're gonna help their child navigate through taking on the role of another sex. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's just that new age parenting shit, like. That's 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 deep, but the funny thing is the mother don't see nothing wrong with having it. Didn't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and, I don't. and then the people in the gay bar didn't see nothing wrong. That's that's a fucking red flag. I mean, but hey, Michael Jackson didn't see nothing wrong with fucking pillow fighting, and that's that's not the same as having your son in there stripping or or uh, belly dancing for money. A parent would you would you take would you take your your daughter to fucking uh stars or whatever the fuck a strip club is? No, I wouldn't. But I also wouldn't take my child to fucking have a sleepover with Michael Jackson either. And and some so par- I'm just saying, I think it's weird on both sides. I think it's weird for the parent that let's say kid have these weird interactions with adults, and I think it's weird for the adults that have these weird interactions with kids. Have you have you ever you ever let your child sit on Santa's lap? No. Never. That was a good point to where that, that No, yes up. it was. And Nia has never done that shit. You know, that shit is that shit is crazy. So it's stuff like that and even in and I I done talked about this Michael Jackson shit like on damn near every show of last Matter week. of fact, I remember vividly there was this guy when Nia was a, a little baby. And there was this guy at one of my friends like family function or something and he kept trying to hold me and I, I could not figure out what the fuck was up with him and somebody like took me away from him or whatever but that shit like really bothered me and everybody else because we couldn't figure out why he was so pressed to hold her and honestly maybe he just likes babies like you said like yeah. you know so that's the fucked up part about it because on one hand, you may have somebody who just genuinely likes kids and is innocent. But on the other hand, it's like when you have someone who does something with what seems to be no explanation, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, okay, for, for the record, before we get out of here, do you feel Mike fucked with any of these kids overall? Like, do you feel he molested a child? Ever. I think it's a possibility. No, not a possibility. Yes I, or no? I, I think it's a possibility. I do. Okay. Um I would I, I genuinely hope that he didn't. Um, but I think it's a possibility. Um because what I do believe is that he definitely did have sleepovers with kids and I already think that that's crossing the boundary. And I don't think that he penetrated a kid but i think that he might have 
had certain forms of experimentation with kids. I do believe that. Mm. Now, the, and that, and that, you because just basing, that's the you whole just point. That, oh. Because just like how I told you, like how I did with kids, if his whole thing was, oh, I'm reliving my childhood, he probably didn't see nothing wrong with that. Because if he's reliving his childhood, that's what kids fucking do. They experiment with other kids. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he might not have felt like he was doing anything wrong because kids do shit like that. They fucking touch each other's balls and fucking, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. look at each other's dicks and shit like that. I mean, do kid, kids do shit like that. Yeah, they do. I mean, whether you are, I'm not saying you did this, but I'm saying whether anybody wants to openly admit that kids do shit like that. Yes, they do. Girls have seen their friends' boobs. They've kissed their friends. Dudes have seen their friends' dicks. That mm, that no. shit is a part of fucking childhood. You have been in the fucking stall and looked over at somebody's dick or or whatever, or at a sleepover. Shit has happened. Yo. I think that's a, a normal part of fucking childhood. Whether people actually vocalize that shit or not, I've had somebody even tell me certain things that have happened in their childhood. And I won't say it here, but it's just the point is, is that I think there's a stigma where people just feel shameful about certain things because they know that other people are going to perceive it as homosexuality. But in actuality, it's very common. It's very common that people experiment as kids because that's a part of us learning ourselves. And I don't think that makes somebody gay. Mm -hmm. I think that's just a part of getting to know yourself. And. You know, okay. learning your sexuality. So based on that premise, if his whole concept was, oh, I'm reliving my childhood shit, then I could see a scenario where he felt like, oh, I'm having a fucking sleepover with my fucking buddies, Wade and whatever the fuck his name was. And, you know, okay, show me your ass cheeks, bro. Like, I, I mean, Yo, he probably didn't even think that he was like I'm doing put, nothing wrong. I'm going to put it on the record. I as a child having friends sleep over i never asked like hey bro let me see your ass cheeks are 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 peeked at a nigga like at a friend in the bat the bathroom stall situation like niggas like niggas know it's a cold like you don't ever sit towards i mean like if there's two stalls right there and and it's it's three stars. If one person is at the far left, you don't go to the middle one. You go to the third one. But come on, and you bro. turn and if you turn your back. Completely honest. If we're being really truly honest, I know niggas look at each other's dicks because that's how niggas even know whether or not they dick is big or not. Because otherwise, how would nigga even know whether or not his dick the- is big or not? Because niggas like. Me being a grown-ass woman, I've had men tell me, like, oh, my dick ain't that big, or my dick is big. And the only way you would know that is if you're comparing it to other men's dicks. So I know for a fact that men look at each other's dicks. I mean... And when does that happen? In the bathroom. Watching porn? No. And even if, then that's weird, too. Uh, If you're looking at other men's dicks in the fucking porn, it's no different from looking at men's dicks in the bathroom. There's no way. There's no way to watch porn without seeing a man swipe. Now, not 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 singling in on it. And I and I feel you, but I don't think that one is 
better or worse than the other. It's not better or worse to look at a nigga's dick in the bathroom versus looking at a nigga's dick on a porno. If you look at a nigga shit in the bathroom, you're going out of your way to look. No, you're not. Yes, you are. If I'm standing right here and I'm holding my dick, all it is is a matter of turning my head like this. That's going out of your way. You turn. (laughs) Why? Look. You when you sitting there pissing, you look at the ceiling or you look at you look no, at the wall. To me, that's weird. You don't, like if I'm holding my dick and I gotta go out of my way to look up. That to me is no. Weird. You no. You don't have to look up. You look forward. You don't have to look up at. You look so forward. That's what y'all do when y'all be in the bathroom. Y'all just look straight across. Like oh, like I'm holding my dick and I'm just like I'm not looking down to see if, who else pissing. So you don't ever like be in the bathroom and no. you like holding your dick and start talking to the nigga over next. No to hell no. Nah. No, 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 niggas, yo, bruh, if That's you listen to the, look, if you niggas listen to this show, and you and you catch <laughs> eye contact with niggas in the bathroom while you pissing, that's horrible. Uh-huh. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't been out in the in the, excuse me, excuse me, I done been out into where niggas like, yo, where the bathroom? Yeah, I got to piss too. A nigga go on one end and then go on the other end. Ain't nobody sitting that close to look at each other. Ah, right. and even if that. Like, you don't look at each other and talk while you pissing. I feel like y'all thinking too much about it. Why would I look at you while I'm pissing? Man, there's been times as women, if we got to pee bad enough, we will go in the stall together and fucking pee. Well, women can do that because... And no fucks will be given. Okay, look, okay. Women, and, and we, I think we talked about this before, like, women is okay with that type of shit. Like, you probably done seen all your homegirls butt-ass naked. You done, yes. see, you done seen the thickest of the thickest of your homegirls naked. Pretty much. And, uh-uh, don't and, and now. And now, <laughs> <laughs> now, niggas don't get down like that. I got, I got home, I got homegirls are, are women that I dealt with in the past that done, sent, that done sent me pictures of their people butt ass naked. If that makes sense. Like, imagine you. You had a homeboy or somebody you was dealing with, and somehow I don't know why the cousin was in in the kitchen butt ass naked. I mean butt ass naked, mm. and she took a picture of her cousin butt ass naked and sent it to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like when that's just how women get down. Niggas ain't sitting there taking pictures of niggas. Like there's no reason for niggas to be naked around each other. I mean, I feel it. There's and, no, looking and I to- think that's part of the reason why men have this weird sense of sexuality because i feel like y'all overthink shit sometimes and i didn't ask you, you know? before on would you date a nigga that came out of a out of a gay relationship came out of a gay relationship yeah he, he, he used to be gay now he delivered would you date a man that or would you date a man that's bisexual because i i asked you this before and i don't want to answer this you answered you answered it before on air what did I say? No, you say you're not dating a nigga that fuck with a nigga. So, Uh-oh. so, so what I'm saying is, <laughs> so don't say it's cool for or it's overthinking when you won't even date a nigga that's fucking with like that shit ain't. If it's not cool enough for you to date I mean, a nigga, it's not cool enough to do it on GP. Period. A nigga, a, a nigga coming out of relationship, but niggas, niggas will date a bisexual women all day long. I don't know. It's cool for women to be gay and bi i feel like it depends on the nigga but that's a whole nother subject i feel like we're out of time this is a, t- a topic that we'll have to continue another time yeah this shit got me stressed out man so i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go out with a song by uh mitchy slick 
called yeah, uh, we we gotta continue this another time called stressed out uh oh wow you stressed out yeah it's off his album that came out last year called ptsd and uh you know like i like i talked to you oh no that was i'm tripping so i talked to uh my my cousin Okusa that left when you got here how i've been doing like research on uh the uh the san diego scene as far as like uh, mu- uh music and uh the gang culture out there mm-hmm. and uh mitchy that's why i fuck with mitchy because a lot of the shit he talked about in his raps mm-hmm. then happened to him you know and he talked about here uh in this song how this chick got killed in his car in the pageant seat niggas tried to kill him and kill the chick it, oh, it's wow. crazy it's crazy um but it's I'll, t- I'll talk to you after after the show this is nuts okay. but, uh, but here we go uh mitchy slick stressed out off stressed the P- tsd albums uh we out of here y'all do so much trail. i just need this shit to be pumped in my veins or something put me up to a motherfucking tac mas- machine or something all the cash I ran through, all the hoes I swacked, all the scraps of Lincoln High, all the times I clacked. Are you aware all the trip to come along with that? Since sixth grade, crank caller saying I'm gonna get smacked. Was always in some drummer, but I kept it away from mama. The performance deserve an Oscar, I'm just being honest. You half a bird in the trunk of the tray sitting out front. I think Granny knew the whole time she just wasn't no punk. Man on Met Block, one of the knownest in the city. Cop got shot here and since then it ain't been pretty. The babby's been on a nigga damn in my whole life I can't believe my mama will watch me practice F-O-5 is there a mental disease worse than PTSD cause I seen a girl smoke in my passenger seat and since then I say nothing just pull out and squeeze I deserve for the crosses to be mad at me I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out hella homies dead feds on my head I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out all these birthday out bitches can't recognize you got the key to the rich I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out all these ungrateful niggas can't get them free see the big I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out these niggas be lies, can't tell who, when, or why Used to think they all love me till I busted the L code G's looking bombity, I'm wondering why for But that didn't do nothing but make a young nigga want more Since then, it's been a barrage of euros on two fours If I'd have known how hatred could take over men I'd have never done donuts in that convertible Benz Half of the dead niggas in Dago was murdered by friends Niggas get caught and homies do nothing when they hit the pen Then the homie with some dog get pressured to stay G And make the homies more priority than his family the stress from just being me would've murked you That's why every now and then I sip a little Merc too She asked me why I always walk around the house with my tool I tell her ten funerals in one year you would too Chain smoker top shelf to induce amnesia Go loony lark Voorhees if it wasn't for the reef I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out Hella homies dead Feds on my head I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out All these birthday out bitches can't recognize you got the key to the rich I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out All these ungrateful niggas can't get us free. See the big picture. I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out. These niggas be lies. Can't tell who, when, or why. The gang fucked up. I don't see how y'all trust these hoes. She could be like a cash stacks and you wouldn't even know. Till a burnish gets triggered by something you said. Now she lying. Said you made it. Now you up in the feds. I've been through it. Luckily, y'all heard me big. Fuck me up. To hear what niggas on Facebook said. It taught me even when they smash.
now don't mean they in reptile and keep your yard done with rocks so they can't sneak around. How you blow up when some of your homies is your biggest hater? Twice the trip when ain't that many niggas getting paid for recreational smoking. A rarity for me when I spark that triggeration. I let it carry me without that in a wax worm. A nigga barely sleep when in traffic or the club. Everywhere we cheat. Gotta infuse a Gucci OG joint road and keep, nigga. Burn it in traffic. Fuck the police. I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out. Hella homies dead. Feds on my head. I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out. All these burnt out bitches can't recognize you got the key to the rich. I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out. All these ungrateful niggas can't get us free. See the big picture. I smoke mostly when I'm stressed out. These niggas be lies. Can't tell who, when, or why. Motherfuckers don't know what I go through, you know? They don't know, they don't know what this lifestyle I'm living brings your way, you know what I'm saying? All the trials and tribulations, you know? You know, they don't know what I go through, they think it's all good, you know? But it's trials. scientific research this shit will be on the discovery channel <laughs> don't judge me monkey fall is a season of gathering that brings us together with warmth and color so whether it's a birthday anniversary or a special event Celebrate your friends and family with a gorgeous bouquet from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers makes it easy to find your reason and brighten someone's day with exclusive offers and great values on bouquets and arrangements. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.